team pod. Man them. And the gal them. Oh, trust me, it's turn it's turn up, it's turn up. Not with the high, the high. Yes, yes, yes. Butterfly goes on the pin. Press the headphones in your ears, Pat. Somebody falls up. Let's go to the King of Quarantine Radio. King of Quarantine Radio just dropped the tape. Everybody's hype. Who's hype for Brampton? Brampton, I see you. You too, Martika. You Brampton. Stop. I yeah, but I live on the east side of Brampton, so I'm not even like, I live right on the border of, of Woodbridge, so I'm not even really in Brampton like that. Oh, listen, listen to you guys okay, getting like okay. super technical. Like you're talking right. borders and shit. Like when people got to bring the border into 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 account, I know that there's a, there's you, you probably still technical Bram, technically Brampton for sure. Ouch. Once again, I, I'm Shaq just saying. I'm just saying. Shaq okay. No, no, no. Patrick needs to to, to, to explain <laughs> this this fact that I still claim Jane and Finch because I'm sure Martika has never even heard him from Jane and Finch. Bro, you always talk about yo Jane and Finch man. So like, I'm Finch I've never said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Why are you capping so heavy? <laughs> You definitely said so. On I've podcast. said my Jane and Finch mans. No, you said you, back in the day when you obviously your roots back in Jane and Finch. If you know, I said like, back a, in the day, I might be telling a story from back in the day, which ended at about 13 years old. Okay. Come on, guys. Okay. All right. Why are you trying to tell me I'm <laughs> capping? Hold on, hold on. Let's intro this Mandem, mandem. It's not with a ice thing. Thing. A war, a war, the world generous. Yes, yes, yes. Good. Happy Easter. Oh yeah, word, word. Happy Good Friday. What up, Brampton? Brampton's right, finest, finest. Quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. Back again. <laughs> and of course, it's your boy. Shop like Shaq. You wish you, wish you. So today we have a very, 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 very special guest for multiple, multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, Martika who. Uh, how do I how do I start the, the intro? So we Mama Teeks, Mama Teeks uh, former urbanology photographer. Yeah. Uh, current Twitter legend. Oh, Toronto no. Twitter legend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, AKA Twerkatiks. Twerkatiks. Founder of uh, Underbombs. Is that what it was called? Undermoms, yes. I uh, did my research, gunshot. Um, and uh, currently, what else? I mean, you, you said you, you're, you're into marketing now and whatnot? Yeah, 9 to 5 is all about marketing. Um, I work for a med tech company. Uh, mm. Then I have the Hustles Agenda, which mm-hmm. I'm a co-founder of. Mm. Um, the Undermoms, which is a social group for young moms in the GTA uh, and I, I'm still shooting. I'm still doing photography, mostly conceptual and surrealism stuff. 
Um, and then some design work. So like set design and I'm doing coffee table books for photographers and artists and poets, poets and stuff like oh, that. Oh shit. Too. Welcome Mama Damn. Teeks. Welcome Damn. Mama Teeks. Damn. Welcome. Welcome. Big flex. They're hustling. They're hustling, man. You got to get them seven streams. Thanks. Of course. I mean, in Toronto Jeez. need about 12. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> um, yes, sir. So once again, like your your history with these two is that you you work uh, at Urbanology with them. Urbanology, yeah. You to take them under your wing and be like, hey, my youth, this is the way you have to do it. This is how you. Honestly, I was in. I was just. We would just be together because I was. I would be doing photography stuff, and they would be doing all the writing and whatnot. So we would just be together, and it wasn't even me being like the mama goose and showing these guys how to do their job. Oftentimes we do our own thing. I remember actually coming back to my memory. Now I remember that when I went to go do the, the walk a show, the meet and greet and everything like we, I didn't even know you then really, but like I saw you said, what up? And we kind of did our own thing. And that's, that was how it was. Like we just were there for our jobs and we did, we wouldn't, we wouldn't even be together because as a photographer I did so my job at Urbanology was to go to the concerts and shoot all the co- the concerts mm-hmm. and at that time because it was like early well it was, it was yeah it was, I started in 2008 so there wasn't a lot of female pit photographers at that time so I'd yeah. always be the only pit photographer that was female so yeah. I would be in there and then all the journalists would be in the crowd or backstage or whatever the case may be, whatever their media passes said that they were allowed to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I wouldn't really interact with the journalists a lot um, mm. unless we had like a personal relationship. Yeah. But I think we really formulated our relationship during the New York trip. The New York trip was fun. And that was like, yeah. that, that was all decided from like, it was like Saturday night. I got a phone call. be like, yo, Shaq, you want to come to New York to Toronto to tomorrow? I'm like, wow. Well, yeah. let, me, let me make them arrangements and let's get it done. And I think you yeah. came a couple days later. No, I was pissed. <laughs> got that call. And <laughs> I was a good youth and said, nah, I got to go to work instead. Or I think I work or school. Oh, word, they called you before me? I think we all no. It was a bunch of us that got the call, oh, but you know, oh, man. I might have got it first. No, they're probably like, <laughs> they're probably like, you know, Lil Dirk. Oh, not Pat. Definitely. Wow. Not. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, Lil Dirk. No, that was Atlanta. That was Atlanta. Uh, New York Atlanta. was uh, Fashion Week, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it was Fashion Week. We went for some some big show at some. It was by the on the pier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like my yeah. first time in New York, actually. Wow, um, for real? Yeah, really? Yeah, that was my first time in New York City. Uh, it was mad cold, I remember, and like the only thing that we did to get lit was like go to Perfections multiple yeah. times. Oh, there's there's stories from that place, isn't there? <laughs> oh, there. Yo. <laughs> a, lot of them, a lot of them are in the vault, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, heard, yeah I just yeah. I just know I just know there's some stingy people. That stingy, there, yeah, know? that was me. I was broke. <laughs> yo, do you, you yo, do you understand? I was working at a movie theater making minimum wage and uh oh, I, I just had maybe thirteen so ones. In my in my pocket, <laughs> I rationed my ones, you know. Listen, I Three, I one, went to New York. Two. I went to New York. I went on that trip. I didn't even have a job at that time. I got laid off like two months prior, Damn. and I was living downtown. So I was oh, trying shit. to Stretch. make it work with photography and stuff like that. And then when we got the call to go to New York, I was like, "Well, I'm not working right now. I might as well go to New York." Mm-hmm. So I came through, and I didn't have any money while we were there, like none whatsoever. So when we went to these strip clubs, I would walk in and I would see like everybody with their bags and and whatnot. Yo, of, 
their fucking stacks. Oh my god, I was standing there like I am the brokest person. Well, the, the second day it was like it was like a bill to get in. Uh, Trinidad wow. James is out there at the height of all gold. Everything like it was Damn. it was a it was a night. Uh, I just want to let you guys know that you you got in because of me that night. Remember how oh, you, yeah, you're talking to the bouncer because I've been yeah yeah word word word. Because we went so the New York trip was just like five guys and me. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> sounds about right. And we went the second night. We didn't even know. I don't think we knew that there was an event happening until we got no, there. No, we right? didn't know until we got there because we didn't know we were looking for something that was open, and the only thing we could think of last minute was obviously the strip club open. So let's go. Right. So when we got there, there was a massive line, and the previous night it was like thirty dollars to get in, mm-hmm. and then this night we was the Trinidad James night. It was like a hundred dollars to get in, yeah. and obviously wow. they were letting mostly females in. So when they saw the group of men come up to the door, they were like, nah, nah, nah. Like, "Oh no, no, they're with me. They're with me." And they were like. Okay, you're the only girl. I'm like, yeah, yeah, they're with me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I, I have to explain whenever I tell people the story of us going to that strip club in general, or whenever mm-hmm. I go to a strip club in the states, I, I got to explain it's different from going to the Brass Rail or yeah. Fillmore's over here. Oh, yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's a yeah. club with naked girls, girls and guys yeah. go there to go get have a good time. It, it was a, it was honestly one of the best and most spontaneously yeah. fun. Experiences. <laughs> Um, Another good thing to come from that trip was uh, my interest in podcasts. I remember on the ride back, that's when Martika and I actually had a conversation. And uh, I think we even met up one time before we had like an urbanology get together to like actually get a podcast popping. And I, to be honest, didn't even fully understand that shit at all at the time. No. What's funny is like we met up and we built out like a whole skeleton of what it would look like yeah, in terms nice. of content and everything. And then we just never saw it through because one, we were so young and I think podcasting was really young at that time too. So Absolutely. the understanding wasn't there at all. But imagine mm-hmm. if we had actually done it back then, Chad. 2013 to 2020, that's seven years in the podcast game. I might not have a nine to five. <laughs> that's crazy. I, I remember thinking about that or hearing about that and like, Low-key, I was kind of like, damn, these guys are going to make it. Like, and I was like, yo, I was happy, but I was also kind of like, she's that I didn't think of it. Because I, I, I knew at the time, like, it would actually pop off. And I, yeah, unfortunately, you guys didn't do it. But, I mean, we're here now, right? So, everything right. happens for a reason. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so now we're, so we're, we're trying to go back to New York? Let's <laughs> <laughs> do it, I, huh? no, no. I tried to go work a year. <laughs> to New York? Yeah, I have to be, gotta go. Um, so right now? No, no, fuck that. You can't, no, no, no. New York has more COVID cases than any country in the world. I know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a hotbed for everything. Of course not right now. Coronavirus, man. Um, so, Patrick, how's your week been, bro? Yo, we out here, bro. It's uh, week four. five, we just did, I think. We just finished four, I think. We're going to five. Yeah, four. So, yeah. by the time this comes out, it'll be week five, day yeah. 35. Man, I'm starting. I'm starting to lose it. <laughs> I'm start. I'm starting to get That's there. Fair. I'm starting to get to that point, man. Um, and to hear that it's going to be like another what month, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but the week the week was all right. I gotta gotta trace it back. The week was all right. Um, one thing that kind of got me down though, I was supposed to be at the Vince Carter game tonight. Uh, and, uh, oh, we're the yeah, last yeah, one. Yeah. Don't worry, I got yeah, you. I went so, to the last one before that for you. I, <laughs> I appreciate you. that. I appreciate I that. So I'm just thinking about like, yo, all the all the memories from like, you know, the basketball season and and all that sort of stuff. But uh yeah, man. Week's all right. I got my Easter bun. 
Check out the yummy you... video I did on TikTok. Oh my we'll talk about yeah, it. Word. Yeah, this guy started a whole TikTok. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, enjoying Easter, yo. No, and I see you. You're, you're practicing fading your own beard, and you're getting better. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> Are you actually fading the beard? There's no, there's no, there's no cybers anymore. Whoa! <laughs> Yo, chill, chill. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Your beard just started connecting, so chill. It's literally just. <laughs> How, how's life in Brampton, Brampton? Uh life's life's good, man. Life's good. Um, th- to be honest, you not all that good though. I had it's so bad. <laughs> the fact is, this week I was coming back from obviously visiting my um, significant other and came back and I damaged my car, man. So this week has been what? a lot of going back and forth to these different businesses. And did you, da- did you damage your car on an inanimate object? I, I, literally in my driveway. Literally in my driveway. Literally in my driveway. Never in my life have I ever had an accident. This is the first time I've actually really damaged my car and with my front bumper, so I got to replace the entire front bumper. So that's oh, one thing that happened this week. How did you do that? Explain this, please. Do you mind if I hit you with the, the Joker laugh? No, I don't want that. No, I do mind. I do mind. I, don't want that. <laughs> I, I did it anyways. I did it anyways. <laughs> Literally, me coming back, I'm like, you know, I'm. I've definitely lost it. Like mentally, I've lost it with like teaching mm-hmm. uh, this week, the first week, obviously, like everything. I've def- definitely lost my mind. But um, I saw my organic bin slightly into my driveway, and I'm like, my boy, my brother's car is right, right in the left side. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna make this this left hand turn. I'm gonna make it knowing that my obviously not thinking too much that my deck is right there too so i kind of took a left into into it as i was trying to straighten up i hit i hit my concrete deck and my my front bumper is messed this is a car i just got last year so you know i'm sorry you know, i'm sorry to happen because it does suck it, it, it's yeah, absolutely but as you can see trust me pat was not here i remember when pat had a little incident last summer oh yeah yeah, 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 shut yeah up, shut I do, up. I do. <laughs> Let's not it talk was, about that. It was, okay, about. Anyways, it was similar to, to that. But anyways, yeah. uh, the week was, week was okay, man. First week back was okay. And I'm just trying to, trying to gather myself, collect myself mentally, man, because mm. it's, it's been a lot. So. Um, yeah. I don't know. My week, I'm, I, I've been telling you guys, like, it's trying on and everybody. And, like, I feel like it's not a joke. When I, when I put out there and I say, like, yo, check on your extroverts out there. Because, mm. seriously, I feel like they're going through it. Most and nobody wants to actually be like, yo, it's actually a thing. They're gonna they're gonna feel it more than people like my brother who sits up in his room all day, yeah, yeah, like twenty four seven, and this is his life. Like he's cool with this. Like I'm, I told you, I started. I played Grand Theft Auto today for three hours online. I've never done that in my life. I'm making friends in New Jersey. I made a new friend today. You literally have nothing. Shaq made a friend. Yo, I'm I'm, I'm hitting licks in Grand Theft Auto, doing heists. I told him, yo, I'm going to hit you later, yo. We got to finish the job. Don't worry. He's like, all right, bro, I'm going to go gamble in the casino. I'm like, I'll see you. (laughs) For all listeners right now, on our Google Hangout, Shaq is wearing a do-rag. This man has never, like, listen, he doesn't have hair on his head. I do. I do have hair. I have, like, 75%. Okay, 75%. 75%. So Man, that's a George Jefferson, bro. I love it. Yo, bro, but we, ha- we have company. What am I supposed to do? Well, Expose true. the hairline? Yeah. Um, I don't okay. care, bro. I don't give a shit. Teeks say company, yo. Teeks I know. Family, that, yo. That's what you're supposed to say, though. No. <laughs> no, I, I, am the, I am the real man. You know, I, I'm... I'm... See, what people... I think I talked about this on Twitter the other day about how there are people online who present themselves a certain way. And then when you're in real life, mm-hmm. there's completely different. How I am online is exactly how I am in person. So it, I, it's just that I might be more vulgar and swear more. Mm-hmm. I've already sworn like 10 times already in, during this recording. So I'm just a little bit more vulgar. Mm-hmm. 
in person, but otherwise, I don't, I don't care. Show me your hairline, bro. I don't care. <laughs> no, no. Show me your hairline. I love it. The pores. Show the pores. Show the pores. Don't worry. See, the problem is, is that, like, I, I'm, I'm vain enough that, like, I still line it up so it looks foolish. <laughs> bro, what are you doing with life? What, what am I, 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 I don't want to ball off my head every other day. Like, what's the point? Yeah, it's, it's hard out here. Trust me, it's annoying. It's annoying. You know what I mean? So the it's easiest annoying. thing for me to do is throw a do-rag on and not do shit. Maybe line it up when I line up my beard and then call it a day. Mm, okay. <laughs> this man's up 75% of his head. Oh, that's yeah. good. No, bro, but, but, like, but like what what it gives me no, is, like, no, I, 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 have, I have hope now. So now I'm, like, 75%. How do I get to the whole hundo? And I got, I got some time to do it. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if Tori Lays is gonna is gonna reveal the secrets. Uh yes. if anybody has the secrets, I'd love to know. Because I'm open, mm. I'm all ears. I'll try everything while during this break as much as long as it doesn't Honestly, cost me I racks admit, racks. I will admit if I lose start losing my hair, I am definitely using the Tory Lane's uh infusion for sure. <laughs> I've, already, I've already decided I will pay money. Um, I feel I feel bad for all the um all the ladies out there, man. I know it's I've been seeing the tweets and the comments online what about, about eyebrows, like eyebrows and, nails. And, and nails and yeah, yeah, yeah. We are struggling. Yeah, how, how <laughs> how's a group chat with with with, your, with the rest of your gal? You guys losing your mind, being like, "Yo, girl, I don't know if I could do this." Yeah, pretty much. The thing with me is that I do my own eyebrows. I've been doing my own eyebrows for like ten years, mm. but everything else, I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Like my nails are growing out, breaking. Yeah, I seen like, girls are like, "Yo, I don't, I can't even take this off because it requires something." Yeah, I can't take it off. This yeah. is like surgery. I can't take this shit off. <laughs> what is that shellac? No, it's biogel. Like, how? What do you do with biogel? I don't even know what the hell this shit is made from. What the hell know. is biogel? I don't, I don't know. know. Damn. <laughs> just dip your hands in in alcohol yeah, and just sit there. That's it. That's all I know. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna talk with it. So, Martika, you brought you brought up something interesting uh, in terms of like uh, people having personas online and uh, people some being realer in person than they are online, or vice versa, or whatever it is. Um, I saw you did mention um, that you find. I think it was you, but like I, I think I saw I saw this on Twitter. Regardless, I think it was you. Where it's more like my Twitter is gonna be more like lit ratchet more like fucking i'm, I'm saying anything i want to say mm. versus the ig persona yeah like, oh do, yeah do, do, do yeah, you do you yeah. do you have like different audiences or different you do you speak to people differently on your different platforms yeah. i'm like super uh, if you go to my instagram i am like more kumbaya and zen <laughs> absolutely on my, on my instagram than i am on twitter Twitter yeah. like you'll never catch me talking about um like bubbling well, actually no I do talk about on man <laughs> in- <laughs> said bakas you're so dumb no well, okay I, I talk about bakas <laughs> on Twitter but you won't catch me doing that on Instagram because my demographic is definitely different on Instagram <laughs> than it is on Twitter is that is yeah. that like a specific to you type thing or are we talking like that's generally what you would probably see across the board I think it is a general thing. I think mostly, mm-hmm. for the most part, I think a lot of people have, like, they post, I think people post 
well, obviously people post less frequent on Instagram than they do on Twitter Mm -hmm. because it's like Twitter is just your thoughts. Like you're just typing away and pressing send. Whereas like Instagram is more curated than Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. True. True. You have to put way more thought into Instagram than you do on Twitter. Like I could literally, I I will just sit here and be like the first thing that pops into my head, I'll just put it on Twitter. And you know, like it'll be gone in a couple hours because it's going to be buried anyways. Exactly. So who cares? Unless people are scrolling through my specific timeline. But but then you're going to see like, yo, 2017, Martika said some crazy shit and somebody will quote, quote tweet that in 2022. Well, yep. <laughs> the thing is, is that I, when did I delete my Twitter? I hadn't, I, I oh, had so Twitter. Well, mm. the thing is, is that I, I had Twitter, like my original Twitter account I had from t- 2008 till 2018, I think. So I had Ooh. my last Twitter for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I deleted it and started again because I had this like fear. Oh, shit. <laughs> word, word. Branding, branding. Like ten years prior, I might have yeah. said some fuck shit, and yeah. someone's gonna find it, I and th- I'm yeah. gonna be troubled. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's definitely fair. I feel like we yeah. all said some like uh, we, I think yeah. we we all get the reminders on Facebook. Oh, yeah. oh, hundred oh, percent. I had to clean. Yeah, I tried to clean my Facebook, but Twitter. That's that's another it's thing. Like, wait, you clean your Facebook? Too. Like you clean you like whenever you get reminded of those old memories, Pat. You're going there, and you're like, nah, fuck that. I never said that. And you're just deleting it's like, it? <laughs> it's, it's not even things I said. It's it's things I posted, like pictures I would have taken. I'm like, why did I take this picture? Why did I think this was funny? Yo, you bro, I, mean? I, I, I remember with my iPhone 3G, I saw one of those memories. So this must have been like wow. five, six years ago or however, probably longer than that, actually. And yeah. it was a picture of uh, my plate. My plate consisted of <laughs> fucking hot dogs <laughs> on whole wheat bread <laughs> with chili and fucking cheddar cheese. And I was proud as fuck. Yo, I was proud as fuck. It was what is that? It was bro? nasty. Uh, yo, and this, sounds like, this sounds like some jail food. What it, is it, look, it looked like jail food, but the funny thing is, back in whenever whatever year I posted that, somebody commented and said, "Mmm." <laughs> yo, you know what's funny? I, I I don't know. Maybe probably probably. If it was a girl, if it was a girl, she was lying. She was just trying to talk to you. Mm. I don't know. So gals do girls do that? They just will comment at random things just to you know. Oh wait, is that that how girls flirt? Just a little, mm, a little bit of engagement. A little engagement. Listen, I posted. I posted. um, I don't know if you saw it. I the other day I posted a trailer of me dancing to some. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I was in like a full like onesie or something. Onesie, okay. And yeah. I had no makeup on. I had yeah. to put up. Like, my hair was a mess. I didn't look. Well, that's how I look every day. But <laughs> I didn't look like my my Abby on Twitter. You know what I mean? Yeah. I that on Instagram. And some guy commented and was like, mm, sexy. And I was like, pardon? That's what you into, bro? <laughs> Damn. I was like, no, this is not. I'm, this is, no, you're lying. Just shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah dudes are we're, we're scavengers like that honestly know. during that 2008 period i think it was like 2008 or 2007 to 2010 my tweets were so foolish so for me like, <laughs> I that, like <laughs> during that twitter year, in <laughs> general twitter yeah. in general sometimes was just a different place back then oh yeah, oh, yeah. It, was, it was like it, it was a war zone back then like it was man. people, people was get people get like spooked by some 
wild shit that people say sometimes, but like sometimes, like if you go back in time, that was a regular tweet. <laughs> that was an afternoon right? Tuesday afternoon tweet. Oh, hundred percent. that off yeah. while you're at the office. hundred percent. Right. Man, remember Twitter after dark? Twitter yep. after, oh man. See, Twitter after dark. See, I, I, was, I was I was never fully into the Twitter sphere. <laughs> Uh, so I never fully understood Twitter after dark. Do you just say shit late at night and hashtag Twitter after dark when you? Yeah. Basically, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> basically, Word. it was wild, man. I felt like a lot of people from Humber ran that. How do you like change the uh, save search on Twitter too? Because for some reason back in the day, I saved that search for Twitter after dark, and I can't get it off whenever I search something now. It's always there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just there. It's just there. So it, it's crazy. But yeah, Twitter after dark was crazy. All the challenges. Or create another channel, the hashtag that just went viral, mm-hmm. especially yeah. in Toronto Twitter, right? Crazy. Mr. Sticks is probably on that first too. So, yeah, oh, trust yeah. me. Yeah. Um, let's talk about today. So today mm-hmm. in 2020, uh, what are we in? April. Uh, what's popping right now is IG Live, and you go you go on oh. IG like if you if you go on IG at midnight later, you're seeing like eight lives. Oh, uh, 100%. and like the one right now that I feel like everybody can kind of agree that's doing it right is Tory Lanez, obviously. Yeah, yep. yep. Um, Brandon, how, how do you feel about your brethren representing y'all? <laughs> I, 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 we, we saw you supporting in the comments. You did not see me supporting the comments. <laughs> I mean, not see it. oh, oh. I mean, I mean, we, we we have receipts, bro. We have you receipts. receipts. You have receipts? Yeah. No way, you have receipts. Yeah, right? we do. There's no way. But I probably said calcium, right? One time. Calcium. <laughs> calcium. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Tory Lanez is just doing his thing, man. The thing is, I think it's perfect promotion for him. Mm-hmm. Of course, with the new Toronto, I just came out yesterday too, right? So perfect promotion for him. And he has like a bunch of stars. He's seen people that he was when, when he's growing up, guys, the people that he idolized are coming onto his lives, mm-hmm. right? So like Wiz Khalifa. Many other people too. There were some, obviously, some stars from the uh, the adult category that were obviously on re- recently that people yeah. people like. But um, yeah, I, I'm finding though that a lot of feminists, especially, do yeah, not that's a good like question, and that's what I wanted to talk has. about. So, so Martika, what do you, what do you think about uh, Tory Lanez's live? Like, I mean, I, I, if you guys have never seen his live, there's a lot of twerking. Uh, there's a lot of encouragement of girls to twerk and throw yeah, yeah. Um, what is it milk and, and oil on their bodies and all kind of there's thing. no what nudity do you think? though no nudity now but no for sure guidelines, guidelines, trying, yeah, yeah. no nudity now <laughs> yeah okay so yeah. here's my thing so i i don't have at all hold on hold on before you go let me remind you you are speaking for all of womanhood yes i'm just joking i'm just joking i'm just joking no pressure i'm gonna i'm gonna speak from I don't know. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> I, um, I I don't at all have a problem with uh, with Tori. Like I I think Tori is smart for having quarantine radio during this time. I think it's like perfect promotion, like you said about for his mm-hmm. for New Toronto Three. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that he was able to bring in like over three hundred thousand viewers in his live is massive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure a lot of those people are new to Tory Lanez as well. Just wanted to see what's what's popping because we're all bored and tired out here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did like so. I had a, a major issue the other day. Mm, okay. Um, I had a major issue the other day. I wasn't actually watching um, his live at the time, but somebody sent me a screenshot and was like, "Oh my God, what's happening on Tory's live right now?" Mm-hmm. And it, the screenshot was of 
one girl with the gummy worm. What's the, okay, what's, yes. the what's the gummy worm? Oh, yes. oh, please, please explain the gummy worm to us dummies out here. Okay, so the so I ended up seeing a video of it after because people were obviously screen recording. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I saw a video of it after, and the girl was literally deep throating this. Like when I tell you the oh, gummy worm, yes, was, the gummy worm was like the size of my head. This girl was like, swallowing. Yeah, like swallowing. Yo, Brandon, this, what's like, her name? Brandon, what's her name? I know you know her name. <laughs> not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I think it's K Cash. I think I think it's K Cash. Yeah, yeah, you, it, think, was. yeah it was. It was. Yeah. yeah it was K Cash. So, like, I, so my thing is, is like, I don't have at all a problem with sex workers. Like, I don't have. Right. I think because like, this is free advertising women, for her too. If you want to think about yeah, it, that way. it is. Yeah. Like I don't whatever everybody he has the cash apps and stuff and in, in pinned and whatever mm-hmm. in the comments which is fine i don't have at all a problem with um sex workers or like them promoting themselves or doing all this stuff the only issue that i had was that i didn't think that instagram was the appropriate platform to do for this that at five o'clock in the afternoon oh this was like <laughs> oh that's why i missed it because this is like i was just fresh off work it was yeah, it was. Day. It was during the day. Like I think he started at like four. Or oh no, no, yeah, yeah, he starts. He starts. So some of them he's starting at like two. I'm like, buddy, bro, yeah. I got things going on. Yeah. yeah, and like I don't, I don't at all have a have an issue with like the twerk contest and stuff. I think the, like that's fun. That's fun to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Like the the pornographic imagery in the middle of the day when yeah. there's like kids watching and stuff. That that I have an issue with. What do you yeah. think uh, um, should Instagram's re- like? Do you think Instagram's response was appropriate enough? Should they now start yeah. encouraging? Um, what, should they now start doing things like maybe having um, profiles that are 18 plus or streams that are just 18 plus, where like you have to verify your age to be able to access it, like. Honestly, I don't I don't even think that they would I don't think they need to do that because from time Instagram's whole thing has been our demographic is this. It's a very wide demographic. Mm-hmm. All we ask is that you don't post nudity and you don't do anything too sexual, right. too pornographic on our mm-hmm. platform. Everybody knows that. You'll get cut down really easily from Instagram and you'll never be able to come back. But the only thing is is that Tori is smart he's actually smart and he did get himself back up and running right. through talking to, to the, the instagram CEO, yeah. music people, yeah. right instagram he has so i'm sure they said to him listen mm-hmm. <laughs> you, can, you can do you can do whatever you want but make sure that these girls are not naked up on this live and did, if they are you need to cut it out quick and he was did you see when uh, that girl k cash came back and she had a fresh gummy worm in the, in the wrapper and showed him and he was like, oh, no no bye hang up done quick yeah. <laughs> the thing is, is that like like we've been saying this is promotion for his for his mixtape so 100%. you don't want to like you don't want to lose that momentum because you can't control what's happening on your live or you're allowing certain things So, to okay, how, how, how about I ask you about... Um, also, go ahead, go ahead. Huh? Go ahead, go ahead. What I also, like, when I was ranting about it on Twitter, what I also said at the time was, like, if you're going to have, if you're going to have, like, sex workers and, and whatnot on your live and you want to do pornographic stuff, it's so easy to just build a website with live, live stream capabilities right. and have 
and people will follow you from your from your Instagram to yeah. the live stream if you want to do all that stuff where you can mm-hmm. have like an age verification test and people can come and donate money to the strippers. But then you can also have like sponsored content or like have brand sponsoring Word, you could, this yeah. event. Yeah, right. yeah, it's so for easy that. to build that platform now. Yeah, you can do quarantineradio.com so or whatever you want to call exactly. it, and boom. Right, and you, and you can have, like, these big events have, like, all these personalities and whatever show up, be sponsored by, by brands that make sense, get some money from these sponsorships, and pay people. Like, right. pay all these sex workers that they're throwing up their cash out, not knowing if they're actually making money, you know what I mean? You, you yeah. know what? Uh, what would have been smart, too, is... Go, no, go, um, go for it. You know, yeah, no, I was going to say, like, on that, like partnering with OnlyFans or something, like we've seen mm. the statistics from OnlyFans saying they've seen, you know, memberships up like seventy five percent or something like that. Like, you know, that would be the avenue to go since all these all these people have those OnlyFans accounts or whatever it is. Um, I'm I'm a hundred percent with you, Martika. Like, I was with the quarantine radio thing for a while, and then it started getting too much. Like, I I couldn't even watch it anymore. I felt like I don't know. I'm not one that's into that stuff, so I was like. I don't really want to be watching this right now, especially like five o'clock in the day, right? Like, what are you doing? Tell tell, tell them your brand. Tell them your brand. Tell them how wholesome you are. It just started started becoming like a little bit too Black Mirror-ish for me. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I'm becoming desensitized, which was like... What was, uh, what I didn't like about all of this is the, uh, the facts that, the fact that it's making copycats out here. You know, last night it was, uh, it might've been not even that late. It was like one o'clock at night, right? Uh, I'm just scrolling through IG. I, I see people are live. I see, um, this girl that I, that I follow is, is on live with some other dude. I just tap it. have no idea what I'm, I'm expecting. This girl's literally, you know, busting it open and fucking dude is sitting there with his fake mic going quarantine, quarantine. I'm like, are you fucking serious? There's wow. 10, there's 10 people on your live right now. Girl, stop, <laughs> stop. <laughs> one thing I want to ask, uh, one, thing, one, one thing I want to ask Martika is like, the, like there's some people that have been, that caused some outrage, not even outrage, but just kind of frustrated with Tory Lanez and the commentary. Like say for young kids that are watching for him saying, Oh yes, amazing! Put the leche, get the milk, and like yeah. so. The commentary from a male perspective, perspective, you know, subjecting girls to whatever they're doing. A lot of you know, a lot of girls have said on online as well too, feminists, mm. that they uh, didn't like the same commentary that Tori had. Do you have a, a say about that at all, or do you think they're um, kind of being mad just to be mad? I am not like I don't have a problem with that too much just because to me it's like all these girls they're not being forced to do anything like this like they're mm. consenting to it if they didn't want to do if they didn't want to pour a whole jug, jug of milk and you, on and you do see that you do it. see that the girls that don't want to and and then they keep it pushing yeah, and Tori's yeah. not, it's not like Tori's like oh you need to do this in order for and me he's to made it clear he's like if you don't want to twerk you can show me some other kind of talent Right, exactly. Yeah. So I don't think it's that big of a deal because, like, if they want to do it, they'll do it. And if they don't want to do it, then they don't have to do it. But, um, like, all of these, as long as they're of age. And, <laughs> and he's, he, I saw he was making sure. Like, I saw this girl that, like, looked kind of borderline-ish. And people mm-hmm. in the comments were like, yo, how old is this girl? And he stopped quick yeah. before she started. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he yo, baby, how old are you? Yeah. And she's like, 22. He's like, all right, cool. <laughs> Um, yeah so like i don't i don't really have an issue with what he's doing outside like as long as he's keeping within like the restrictions yeah yeah yeah. 
I don't have an issue with it at all. Um, it's fun. It's entertaining. He's hilarious. Tori's fun. Oh, yeah. He's funny as hell. Yeah. But like with the whole kids watching during the day, like I, I guess like parents have to be involved in monitoring what their mm-hmm. kids are watching. And I know like as a parent, I know how hard that is. You mm-hmm. can't be helicopter parenting, parenting your, your kids all mm-hmm. day, every day. So you're not always knowing what they're getting into online. But I think it's, I think, I think like twerking and stuff you can see on TV and through YouTube and stuff like that. So it's so easily accessible. It's just, I, think, I don't know. I like, think like to your point though, you're, you're having people of all ages watching this, which also mean you have those bored teenagers that are watching this that are also very impressionable. Just like the dudes yeah. that I saw, the dude and that girl that I saw that were full adults, obviously, but if I, if I can think of people that are very impressionable and see things that they're like, oh, shit, that's really cool. I, I feel like you might catch like a 17 year old dude that thinks it's a, a, a funny and cool idea yeah. to get his 17 year old yeah. girls to start twerking yeah. on Instagram yeah. and things yeah. can go yeah. left real quick. But that, like, I think it's it's hard. It's hard. I, I think as like if I were to put myself myself in Tory's shoes or whoever else is running these things mm-hmm. during the day. I think, like, I was talking to somebody online about it, and I was more so talking about the gummy worm situation rather than the twerking. Right. And they were saying to me, like, parents have to monitor what their kids are doing. And I said, well, I mean, it's, it was a different situation because it was the gummy worm thing. Right. But with twerking and all that stuff, like, I think if, like, Tori's music and demographic and stuff like that, like, it lends to that stuff. Of like, course, of the course. Content is it's not yeah. like this, it's not like this is not i mean he was playing his own music to make them twerk it was it, it just went exactly. hand in hand with it yeah exactly <laughs> so it's not like this is all a surprise that tori is doing this you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. not it's not off brand it's very on brand it's 100 on brand yeah. and tony you mentioned that i wonder with this being on brand Will he continue this now that the albums drop, or how long does he continue this now that the new Toronto Three is out? Because I wonder. For me, I look I, at him like this was all promotion. Like you my know, my opinion was it, it it wasn't even particularly promotion for his album That's what because I, I, I don't think, happened. huh? I think it was just by yeah, chance. I, like, I think it was by chance. It was an accident. It was something he might have expected to see like 10k people participate in or whatever. But like realistically, he doesn't fuck with his label. He's been waiting to get this one off. Um, so that he can finally be independent and do his own thing. It's very clear in the rhetoric that he's sharing on his IG page when he's promoting his his new EP. He's basically mm-hmm. saying, yo, I'm finally a free man. Here you go. Enjoy this shit. I had, he's saying that I have zero promo on here. To me, yeah. that's either him saying that, you know, obviously the quarantine radio was something that kind of happened over time where it's like, okay, I got something, but like... I don't think he was really planning on having any kind of promo. He just wanted to get this out. And I, I, I liked it uh, well, yeah. for my first listen. Yeah, me too. I think I think that beyond New Toronto 3, I, I think if he was... I don't think it would be a long-term thing just because obviously like quarantine radio is very niche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a shelf life. Yeah. yeah. So there's definitely going to be a But does this lead to like a, him having like a little podcast? Like, you know, he, he, he could be like how Nicki Minaj was having the, what is her queen, queen radio or whatever. He could have some, it might, it might keep the same name. It might be something else, but like, it might be something he does once a week. It could be like, I could see, I could see it happening. Yeah. It's just like, 
it's just like with the times that we're in right now, we're all stuck in the house. We have ample time to do things like this. Mm-hmm. Once, we're, once we're out of jail, it might be different. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's probably going to tour and all that stuff. So him yeah. actually kicking off quarantine radio again, yeah. maybe under a different name or something like that. Yeah. It might be a little more difficult, difficult time wise, mm. but I'd be interested to see what he does with it just because it is such a good, like it is good promotion for things, but it is also like good entertainment for people. Mm -hmm. I I don't think he'll get the same viewership. No, 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 not, I don't think so. But I, and also to be clear, the 300 K's have been like when Drake is there. No, but he got got back without Drake. Yeah, you got that. That's my case. All right. Well, I mean, he he got, it started, it started with Drake. Right. Because I saw he was getting like 150 consistently around there, yeah. so I never saw the 300 by like by himself. After, after yeah. Drake hopped off, the the episodes after Drake stopped, there didn't after he showed up, he was consistently getting very high numbers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after that, I think Drake brought an audience that maybe didn't really know about Tori, or if they did know about Tori, they didn't really like his mm-hmm. brand or what he was doing or anything like that. Yeah. So I think this probably showed his personality more so than anything else. And like I said, he's a very funny person. Yeah. So it's very easy to like get charmed by him as a viewer. So I don't, I don't, I'm not surprised that he, after that, he consistently had high numbers. So in conclusion, Brampton wins again. There we go. Perfect. Fine, whatever. Whatever, whatever, bro. bro. It's your first Fine. win, Brampton. First win. Um, <laughs> your I, I got, I got, I got a clip that I want to play uh, from what Lala said on Breakfast Club. Uh, which yes. kind of goes into our conversation about IG and whatever. But, like, she was specifically talking about uh, thirst traps uh, on IG because, uh, of course, uh, what's his name? Charlemagne had had, so, had something to say or trying to get something juicy in this in this quiet-ass time. You be thirsting, you. Hold on, let me play that. Hold on, real quick. I want to talk about Mills for a second because Lala loves to post her little snack pics online, her, her thirst traps. And she posted this one of her laying in the pool with her ass out. Oh, there you what go. What is that? There you go. What is that? You must have been bored live. What, what, what are you no, doing out there? But but but, but it wasn't the picture because she does that a lot. It was the it was the fact that Fifty Cent commented on it with the eye emojis. I was like, what? Oh, and then oh, and then Fifty was like, I'm losing my mind in this quarantine. Like your whole ass is out in the pool. <laughs> does that make you feel weird when Fifty leaves a pic like that? I mean, leaves a comment like that.
So, you know, fresh <laughs> cut works, fri- is that a real well. thing? Yo, fresh cut Fridays Did you is do a that? thing, bro. That's oh a thing. I, that's never been a thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> a thing, you know. It's a thing, man. But yeah, for sure, like, it, it works. Definitely for the female perspective as well, too, man. Like, man, like, men are thirsty, especially during quarantine. Men are thirsty, right? So, at the same time, it's gonna work wonders all the time. Right? You show a little body, show a little whatever. It's gonna work. Um, in a male's perspective as well, too. Like, yes, you you show a nice background and it's just yourself, silhouette, you know, <laughs> you know, you're, you know blowing in the wind. It's gonna it's gonna work. It's gonna. You're, you're oh, is that the, is that what the male thirst trap is? I, I'm just giving. I'm just. Giving <laughs> is that is that what the Brandon thirst trap is? This sounds this sounds very like Telemundo thirst. I know. Telemundo thirst. That's a title. There we go. But that's what it is, man. It does it does serve its purpose. Of course, it does work sometimes. What do you think, Martika? Oh yeah, I love a good thirst trap from males and females. True. Are you saying you just appreciate the consumption of thirst traps from? Yeah, man. Why not? I like thirst traps in and out of quarantine. Why not? <laughs> are, are, All year round. Are, are, you a, are you a thirst trap offender? All season thirst trapping. Are you a thirst um, trap offender? Yeah, I drop thirst traps on, on Twitter. What and a, sometimes Instagram, too. Maybe like an, in an IG story. But I'm not like... Is it like a, this is a reminder? Or, you know, I'm bored. Let me... To be honest, I think... Because <laughs> I'm, I'm a mom... Mm. And we talked about this, I think, prior to... I don't, see, I don't even know when we started recording. And when we started recording. <laughs> but I think, I think at some point we talked about how I don't always look like this. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm, yeah, it was during recording. Yeah. I don't always look like this. So when I do have a moment or when I'm going out or something like that, or I do have a moment to like put on a face and do my hair and look good... Mm-hmm. I'm going to take some pictures, and then if I feel like posting them and they're kind of thirst trappy, whatever. Now, listen, I don't have a bouncy, so I don't, I don't, <laughs> that. but I'm, I'm like, I, I, I'm always going, going on about how I don't have a butt. I have a little bit of a butt, like, just a little bit, but I'm more. You, hold on. You posted, little bitty you posted buddy. a video of you winding up, and like, I, that was definitely a oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pull up the receipts, Pat. <laughs> Pull up the receipts, Pat. I mean, okay, so That's but like I don't, I, I won't have my ass out that much unless I'm in a caravana costume or like carnival costume like that. It calls mm. for ass out, but mm. otherwise I don't really have my ass out like that. Mm. More so, I'll like I'll because I can't help it if I'm wearing if I'm wearing a cleavage top, my cleavage will show. But mm-hmm. otherwise, like I'm not like. You know, I, I, I do I do have a receipt, actually. You know, I do remember before you went on, uh, you went for carnival, you you, pre- you prepped everybody. You were saying, listen, everybody, be ready. I said. <laughs> all, all these pictures and videos off during the 10 days I'm in Trinidad because it calls for it. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? I'm in a hot place in the middle of February. I'm going to be, I'm going to be sending off all these mm. Videos, I don't care, but like, do you judge though? If 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 you see, so say you, you've seen a thirst trap by a dude, uh, thirst trap, it, like it, it looks good or whatever, but it's an obvious one, like you like, okay, I see what you, I see what you're doing, bro. Uh, um, if it's corny, like if it's a corny thirst trap from a man, like I can tell when it's like. Corny. What's a corny yeah, thirst yeah. trap for you? Let's 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 educate our mandem so they don't do this. What's a corny okay, thirst so trap? Let's what what should we stop? 
seen, I've seen thirst traps where it just like it looks inauthentic. Like you know, you know, there's like thirst traps, especially from females, because like our thirst traps are a little bit sometimes a little bit different than men. Sometimes from what I'm what I've seen, mm-hmm. ours are like in the moment, like. We do get ready for them, but they yeah. look like they're spontaneous at the very least right, because right. we're a little bit like artsy with the yeah, thirst, yeah. thirst traps, yes. right? You yeah. guys know the poses. We don't. Facts. You know the angles. <laughs> they know all of that. Yeah. And I think I think also we probably just have a little bit more to show off as True. well sometimes. True. So it's like we can get a multitude of pictures and angles right. and stuff like that and be very artsy with it and like sensual. I think that's mm-hmm. what like there's like a female sensuality that obviously men just don't have like naturally. Not at all. It just comes off differently when like you have like a a sensual thirst trap from a female and Mm -hmm. like a thirst trap from a man, depending. Mm -hmm. But obviously like this is a blanket statement. Of course. But, um, But yeah, like I've seen guys who will post thirst traps where they're like obviously like oiled up like why did you oh, you mean going that far holy <laughs> fuck. Like, like why are you putting the whole bottle of of shea butter on your body like i just well, i don't brandon, know don't do that. i was about to say brandon cut it out yo <laughs> man why are you that's the one that goes to soca fets on a regular so you know it's yeah i run into teaks so it's all good exactly. <laughs> no honestly I'm, i don't even, i don't even know i don't i don't know how to how, I, I don't think i would know where to start Yo, there was a th- there was a thirst trap in no, because uh, I, I think if I if I'm trying to say yo, what am I trying to get off and you know, give you also give give, give the people some thirst. I'm like okay, yeah. let me get this fit off. <laughs> let me get this fit off. You, you, yeah. you see the kicks? A thirst trap for a guy could be as simple as like there are thirst traps. It doesn't have to be of your body. Word. Like if you have if you have a fresh cut, that constitutes as a thirst trap. For women, fresh beer Fridays. Yeah, man, it does actually like have like a chemical reaction when we see those things. Like, oh my god, you look so good! It is like, and now I am thirsty for you because you are. So, look- so what are your your, your mm-hmm. thoughts on on uh, male selfies then? Mm. Oh, I don't care. But I listen. If I, I don't, I don't see a problem with guys taking pictures of themselves at all. Like if you, if you are confident, There's not a level of corn with this. Like, look, look at me. Like, do I look corny a little care. bit? Like, the I, don't care. <laughs> I have no, I don't care at all. Like, take pictures of yourself. If you, if you love yourself that much and you want to be conf, and you, you're confident enough, or you want to take pictures of yourself, mm-hmm. go ahead, take pictures. If you want to post them on social media, go ahead, post them. But just like, there's like, there's like corniness. They're just like, For, so much yeah. Corny. For, I was yeah. about to challenge Pat yeah. and Brandon to do selfies, but I know Pat is already an offender. No, no, no. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> you, know, you know what? You know what's funny though? There was a thing on Twitter, and it was like, I think um, Sticks. He posted. He's trying to. He's trying to get oh, some yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like, yo, like man, post a post I was a going to, but I was like, nah, I can't do that. I, d- I just didn't feel like I could contribute to those threads exactly. on Twitter where it's like, yo, yeah, me yeah, posting yeah. my fresh fits or whatever. I'm like. I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I tried, and, like, I don't have any photos of just myself. Like, really? barely. It's all with my girl. Like, whenever I'm, like, dressed nice, it's usually with my girl. Just, like, a little, it's a little zigzag. For males, it's probably more when you're on vacation, right? So when you're on vacation, yeah, yeah. in the sun, glistening. But <laughs> what I was going to say is, like, in a, in a relationship, uh, what constitutes for a, thir- for a thirst trap? Lord, like, that's wouldn't a great question, wouldn't wouldn't Carmelo be tight seeing Lala's body like everywhere sprawled out? Their relationship is in shambles, bro. They're barely together. 
that, that, they're barely dating. Come on now. That, they're Lala, barely married. Listen, for Lala at this point, if she wants to post a pic of, of her body all out, all power to her because I'm sure this guy is all up in other girls' phones oh, with facts. unsolicited and solicited dick pics all over the place. Yes. So I'm just saying, that man has never been faithful to that girl. So no, I mean that's no, it's fair. I mean that's that's an answer. But once again, in their relationship, <laughs> no, in a relationship though, yeah, that's a good question to ask though. Are thirst traps still allowed if you're in a relationship? So. Mm. In my so I'm dating somebody, mm-hmm. and we always not always, but we if we feel like what we're about to post might cause an issue between the two of us, mm-hmm. we will always send it to each other and be like, "Are you okay with me posting this?" So there's one round and of then, approvals in the contract. Yeah, like <laughs> and <laughs> nine times nine times out of ten, the answer is yeah, 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 because the like the two of us like. We're pretty not like totally free up, but like we're we're both not posting heinous things online or like right, right. stupid things online. So we trust each other, mm-hmm. but like I think I think within a relationship, if you have that communication and that trust between the two of you, that like if you do post a thirst post a thirst trap, and you know people might end up in your DMs that you're gonna handle that properly. I think that is what is the issue mostly for people is that 100%. if I post a thirst trap, what is the consequence of that? Like, what am about, I going to get aside from the DMS though? What about in the straight up feed? Like you're, you're seeing the love on the feed. You're seeing the I emojis. You're seeing the, like all that shit. Um, like how, Honestly, how do you deal with that? I can only speak for myself, but between the two of us, we send like, I'll send screenshots of what guys are saying to him or he'll see it. And we'll just laugh. Mm. Wow. Okay. It's funny to us because, like, he, I'll send him things. Like, sometimes I'll send him, like, thir- I'll send him thirst chats, right. and he'll be like, it would be funny if you actually posted this on the timeline because I would like to see, like, what, what these the guys are going to say to yeah. you because it's funny. Some guys are, some guys are, like, cool about it, whatever. Oh, you look so good, whatever. And the other guys go the furthest extent. And, like, yeah. I've had a guy write poetry in my comments before. Damn. So, and that shit is funny. Like, it's funny. Yo, stop this. <laughs> you have that kind of, like, communication and that trust that, like, if things are happening, whether it's in the comments or in the DMs, mm-hmm. that we're going to handle it properly. Mm-hmm. And we tell, like, I tell him all the time if some guy comes into my DMs. Mm-hmm. And So, basically, it's just about having that openness online because I, I find where, where the issues might arise, and this is definitely where you're going to agree, is the fact that people compartmentalize their social media life and kind of keep it separate from their relationship sometimes. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think that's where it causes the problem. Like if you're keeping things a secret from your partner in anything at all, I think that that is the number one issue. Like you're mm-hmm. that's conflict right there. And if you're keeping it a secret, that just means that you think that it's a problem. Right. Or you right. Exactly. Bring it. exactly. Everything's so, on yeah, I don't have an issue with like he posts pictures of himself on Twitter. Shirt off, oiled uh, up. No, no. Like what we were talking about, like guys will tend to post pictures of themselves on vacation. So yeah, in their trunks or whatever, in the water, or whatever. There's no there's do, do the vacate do the do the vacate pics vibe or what? Like, cause I I don't know. I feel, yeah. Even when exactly. I'm not on vacay, even when I'm on vacay, I post that like today, tonight. <laughs> miss, miss, this. Yes. miss this. Perfect time. 
Yeah. Now is the time. I've, I've, I, there's so many people that are posting throwbacks of like, oh, I wish I was still in Jamaica. Yeah, 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 yeah. Incredible. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is the perfect time to get off your. Yeah, post I'm gonna get, your... I'm gonna get my shit off. Okay, I'm gonna get okay. My shit I'm gonna have to do this, yo. Let's go back to Mexico. <laughs> right. Let's um, do this. Pass me a page by Ashley. <laughs> Yo, she's barely on social media too, so I'm good. I'm straight. Mm, but she listens to this <laughs> podcast. Yes, she does. <laughs> no, you babe. Um, I, I have a I have another clip that I want to play, and this is a conversation on Joe Budden's live um, with some with a, a with a lady. I don't know who it is, but he's talking about um, relationships and expectations, basically, and uh, the misunderstanding between. A man who might be casually dating a girl and, uh, that is basically trying to sell herself as the best girlfriend ever, and why just it just won't work from his mindset. Mm. Here, here's what he said: Y'all will just give a nigga some raw, raw sex. Sometimes y'all will invite yourselves over five times a week. Sometimes y'all will want to call every day and talk. Fam, I'm not a dickhead. I'm going to answer the phone and talk. Let's talk. But no, I have not said I wanted to be a, wanted to be your boyfriend. I have not said I'm looking for a relationship. I have not said that I view you in that light. I am just enjoying what's happening. And because you are trying to sell yourself as the greatest girlfriend in the world, you wonder why it's not reciprocal. So you understand what actually... And so what, what, do you, what do you guys uh, think about that statement? Because I feel like uh, I've been in this situation a couple times. And it's like you're as a dude, you're put in a situation where you're either going to be a dick or the girl's mm-hmm. just going to be like, yo, that guy's a dick. Like, I don't fuck with mm-hmm. him. He he because mm-hmm. basically he was honest or yep. you're the nice guy that replies to messages. You'll answer the phone when they just want to vent and talk about some shit. They say, I'm coming over. You say, well, I'm not doing anything. OK, sure. Uh, and then you get into the the situation where it's like she's like, yo, why are you not wiping me? I am doing all this, and but in your head you're like, yo, I've never. I just keep saying yes because I'm a nice guy. I'm <laughs> yeah, a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yes, a lot of nice guys in trouble, man. Definitely is. I think it's the <laughs> biggest thing that gets nice guys in trouble, man. Yeah. You're just not gonna. It's either you're a dick or you're or you're that guy that's just like. You know, holding, leading them on, as they mm. would say. Right? Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. no, no. But what, what, what if you're just not technically actually leading? Like, do you, Martika, would you consider that leading somebody on? If I'm just, if if you if you're saying, yo, I want to come over, and you're just saying, okay, you 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 want to call me, and I just answer the phone and I talk to you, but like, you never see that I'm doing it. Am I leading um, you on? I don't. So my thing is with the whole leading on thing is that if. If we're not having the conversation about where this is going mm-hmm. or like how we feel about each other, then I don't think that there's room to say that somebody's being led on because we haven't gotten to that point in the conversation to actually say, like, if you, if I say to you, okay, like what's happening? Do you see a future with me? Like, do you want to actually progress into a relationship? And you're like, yeah, yeah. Like we're, we're getting there. We're moving to that point. Then Mm -hmm. in my head, I'm like, okay, cool. Like we're, we're progressing. We're building a foundation. We're building together. But then if two twos one day you turn around and you're like, well, we're not together and we're we're not like, this is not what you think it is. Mm -hmm. Then yeah, that's leading me on. But if you're, if I'm like, can I come over and you're like, yeah, come over. Why not? I don't think that that's, 
leading on if if we haven't had that conversation yet. Mm. So, so in I the, like that answer. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so in that situation, you get to that point where the girl's finally like, yo, what, like, you see that I'm, yo, I, I brought a whole cake to your house the other day and cooked up a whole storm and we just sat there and chill and blah, 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 and we're always talking and, you know, why, why is this not working? Like, is that on, is that on her? Is there some self-reflection? that needs mm. to happen where she might have to dial back. Mm. Um, yeah, I think at that point, my thing is like, I, I'm, I, I tr- now in, because I'm 30 and like I've, I was married and I've been through like, I've lived a whole life mm. before this. I feel like I've learned a lot from my marriage. Um, that like now in my my current relationship like i'm over communicative at this point where it's mm. like you're like yo I'm, if this is gonna work i have to be an open ass book open <laughs> open because i've realized that like hiding how you feel mm. about anything is like the worst thing that you can do in the relationship because all that leads to is assumption mm. and you don't want to assume how people feel about certain things in a relationship because Nine times out of ten, your something is wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, did, I, I had to give you a silencer gunshot for that one. Thank you so much. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> damn, that's facts, though. It, it yeah. just comes back to communication, like we were saying. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think that's something that, especially in those early stages, like the talking stage or whatever you want to call you gotta it, get it, you got to get the the parameters set past the gun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you have to, you have to. You know what I mean? Else. Trust me, you're someone's gonna end up hurt and someone's gonna feel like a dick, someone's gonna be an asshole. Yeah. And unless you have those open lines of communication, then mm-hmm. you know it's bound to happen that way. Yeah. And honestly, I think, even- I think it's more the onus is still on the person that wants to like say, say in Shaq's example, the girl that wants to be wife. Like that's the onus on her to be like, yo, so what's what's good? Like, are we really this and that? Like that conversation yeah. has to happen because Guys just gonna stay back and like, oh, I'm getting, I'm getting my cake. I'm eating it too. Like, I, I gotta, I, I'm gonna stay back and just chill right now because I'm getting everything I 100%. want. Right. So, yeah. does, does the yeah, dude I, have to call it out early and say like, yo, this is just what it is. Off rip. This is just honestly, what it is. Or are we allowed to experience things and see? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know yet, but who knows? Like, if we don't ever talk about it and it's something that's casual, blah blah blah. Eventually, it could turn into something else. Or is that something we gotta set the parameters in terms of what our expectations from this interaction? Honestly, like my my thing Mm -hmm. is, is that I I believe that if you are if you start like talking to somebody and you're trying to get to know somebody, um, and let's just say like you're not having sex with them yet, Mm -hmm. you're building an emotional foundation. Mm -hmm. So like communication is all emotion based. Whether Mm -hmm. you are being like outwardly emotional or not, it is all based on emotion. So if you're not having sex with somebody, but you're building the emotional foundation, you need to realize that one of the parties or both parties are going to feel some type of way at some point on an emotional level. Mm. And you on the other side of the table, if you are not ready for the relationship or you're not ready to take things past what it is, the conversation needs to be had. So it's, it's on, yeah, the onus is on the person who wants to be in the relationship to have the conversation to be like, this is what my intentions are. This is what I want. What are your intentions? Right. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. if the conversation flows properly and like Shaq, like you were saying, if one person is like, well, I don't really know what I want right now. I just want to kind of see how this goes. It, it then let, lets the other person make a decision about what they want to do moving forward. 
You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if I if I hear that from you and I really want to be in a relationship right now and I'm not willing to wait to just see what happens and so allow nice. my feelings to build more during this whole process, mm-hmm. then I have to decide for myself whether or not this is healthy for me to move forward this way. Right. You know what I mean? Because like if we're three months down the road and we're we have this conversation and then I decide, okay, I'll wait around and like see how this goes and my feelings develop further and then three months later at the six month mark, I have the conversation with you again and you're like, Nah, I'm not really feeling the relationship. But I am now like six months in, I'm <laughs> emotionally, I'm hurt now. Like of it's course, yeah. You've invested time, you've invested your emotions, you invest like a lot. Yeah. So at that point, it's on the person who is then getting hurt, unfortunately, because they made the decision back in the day, which probably goes against their better judgment, to continue to wait for the person who's not ready. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is, is your answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've been the, the not ready person very a lot of times. So. I've, been <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been there too. <laughs> been I've been the not ready person too, and it's, it's tragic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, I, yeah, I've been yeah. both. I've been both. And I find like I think the the not ready person uh, is the person that's not going to feel the hit, obviously, when things do inevitably end. But I think yeah. like if you're that person that's emotionally invested, like it does suck. Uh, I mean, like even even the person who's not ready for the relationship, they might yeah. still be emotionally invested. Yeah, you definitely 100%. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, it's not exclusive. Like me wanting to have spend the rest of I don't have to want to spend the rest of my life with you immediately to to like to to really want to be with you. Right. 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 And it doesn't. And I think I think that's where a lot of like when you get hurt, it's so hard to see the logic in that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. if if you're the one getting hurt, you're like, oh, this guy this guy this girl led me on yeah yeah but it's so hard to see past that because you're hurt it's like to see the actual core of it to be like okay he's not ready for the relationship doesn't mean that he doesn't care about me it's just like maybe like not emotionally available at this time of his life to pursue a relationship to make it a healthy one for the both of us yeah yeah i feel that Let, let me give you another hypothetical uh I, I, I love having a girl on the podcast. Like, there's so much I can just talk about and just get it's been a while. It's been a while, you know. Uh, so, you've been dating somebody for a while. Let's just say a year. Yeah. Uh, you break up, and so now you get to the point. Maybe you, you know you broke up. I'm not even gonna give any time that passed. At what mm-hmm. point is it? As you, the person who. Um, I, I'm, I'm the guy. You're the girl in the really, in the situation. What is an appropriate timeline for you to to find out? Like, yo, Shaq's on Tinder. Yo, listen. <laughs> <laughs> is there an appropriate timeline? Are you just always? If you found out, would you just always be like heated or kind of like a little bit hurt? Um, I think that. Um, objectively speak, I'm always going to come with the objective stuff mm-hmm. first because okay, I, as long I, as you can give me both, as long as you're giving me both, I can hundred percent give you both. But like, I thought of the full picture first. Like if I was an outsider looking in, um, at the relationship, I've, I, I can understand if you being the guy who is 
going on Tinder maybe like a week after you break up with mm. somebody. And I'm also not talking about specifically the quarantine situation. I'm because that's another layer, which would be a yeah, weird yeah, situation. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like I don't necessarily see an issue with somebody hopping on a dating app after a breakup has occurred regardless of the time span because mm. sometimes you just need like to talk to somebody who is not in your immediate circle mm. whether it's on like a freaky tip or it's on an emotional tip or you just actually just want to talk to somebody mm. um, like obviously there's a there's a connotation with dating apps that people are hopping on that for hookups right. but that's always the case um but like if i'm putting myself in the situation as the girl and i'm the one who got broken up with or i broke up with you and you ended up on twitter i mean not twitter tinder, <laughs> tinder. um uh, a week later or whatever case and yeah. i hear about that yeah. i will be hurt yeah because then uh, like in my emotional brain i'm thinking oh my god he's thinking moved the on. worst yeah for sure, yeah. He's that's moved on. So, He's already trying so to hook soon. up. Yeah, all of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's super soon. Like I would feel like trash, but it is what it like. It is what it is at the end of the day. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it really is what it is. So you're saying like well, that I, that I, person? That, go go ahead, Brandon. I was just gonna say like if if a girl breaks up with a guy. And then a week or two later, you see that guy on on Tinder. He's just he's trying to pro- he's trying to process. He's trying to clear his mind as well too, because he's probably super hurt, and he realizes yeah. there's probably no chances of getting back with that uh, that girl. So, you know, in in some way, he's probably saying fuck fuck her feelings, right? So yeah. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And, 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 so many, there's so many circumstances. A hundred percent. You don't know anybody's motivations to hop on these things, regardless of the situation. So right, exactly. I've been on dating apps before, but it was mostly because like the, when I was on dating apps, it was after my marriage ended like a few, like a, like a several months after my marriage ended. Right. Um, and my friends told me to hop on dating mm. apps to meet new people because I was a fairly new mom at the time. And um, I wasn't going out to meet yeah. people, and if I was going out, it was always with the same circle of people all the time. I was seeing, I was seeing the same circle of people. I was seeing the same faces all the time. I wasn't necessarily meeting new people. So mm-hmm. apps, you meet like a whole variety of new people. Mm-hmm. Um, so you never know what people's motivations are. But as somebody, like if I'm seeing that as your ex, yeah, I'm going to have like my immediate reaction to that would be like, why the fuck is he on this thing app so right. soon? Like, <laughs> he, he obviously never cared about me. Like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not. I don't really want to get on dating apps. I'm good. No, no, no. It's wild. No. It's wild. But uh, what was I going to say? Fuck. I had one loaded up. Uh, yeah, I got fucking blanked out. What's this? What? <laughs> Did, dating scenario? What? Bro, I'm trying to get all the dating oh, knowledge top, that I can get, oh, bro. Okay, okay. No, no, no. I remember <laughs> one. I remember one. I'll help you out. I'll save Go for you it. Here. Go for it. So a couple of weeks ago, a couple episodes ago, we talked about a situation that popped up online where oh nice um, this girl was talking about the fact that she can't date a guy that works nine to five. Oh yes, there you go. I don't know if you saw that clip, Martina. I don't know if you saw. Give, give some more context if you can remember. Uh, it was uh, she was basically oh, saying man. she couldn't date a nine to five dude. Uh, she was looking for more a dude that, that was like had multiple streams of revenue and like the 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 basis of her reasoning behind this was that. She wanted to feel like if she wanted him to be a hustler and if she wanted something like a bag, for example, he shouldn't have to think about it. It should just be like, yeah, sure, baby, take it. Go buy go buy yourself a bag. 
So she canceled out all men's that have a nine to five, and she like so really dude, just narrowed it down to just like gangbangers. So the one whatever. dude that that was on the podcast, I think it was a podcast. He said. Um, he's like, but what if the dude's like a banker? You know, he's making a hundred k or something like that. She was still like, yeah. nah. She was still like, nah. Yeah. Uh, that I I don't understand that line of thinking because I don't think I don't think a, there's not a lot of people who are made to be a hustler. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, mm. you have to be very it, being being an entrepreneur is extremely difficult. Yeah. It's not easy. So to to build those seven streams to get to a certain like an X number of dollars is actually very hard yeah. at the mm-hmm. beginning. Yeah, sure. um, plant sure. those seeds. So if you are fortunate to be in a very well paying nine to five job and you're making bank that way, I don't think that that should be shamed because you're working a nine to five and you're part of a corporation or whatever the case may be. Like mm-hmm. I don't think that's anything to to frown upon at all i don't know mm-hmm. i think that's like i don't know the girl i don't i didn't hear the podcast yeah, yeah. or whatever, whatever it was i don't know how old she was like i have yeah, no yeah, idea yeah. but to me like that is just to each their own obviously but for me that's just a shallow perspective i think like because yeah. oh, my my um hypothesis was the fact that i feel like she wanted uh, a certain image of her relationship and her man and who that her man is right mm. um and that's and that's something that like i've i've talked about these guys i think it was a couple episodes that where we did have this conversation where i've yeah. i've dated in situations where i don't think people really understood and not to say that i'm am anything what she might be aspiring to achieve but like i'm i, I i'm in the media i'm I go out a lot. There's there's a lot of yeah. things. I post things on social media all the time. I'm out here and shit like that. And I think that there's a certain uh, type of girl, which I think this girl is, that is looking for more of the image than the actual yeah. hustler. A hundred percent. That she's talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. She wants those vacations. She wants those bags. She wants those shoes. Like that's that's all that that's all that was. That's what I got from the conversation. Anyway, she might be hurt by what what the man does too. The man just has, has infinite bags and he's just hustling, rapper or whatever mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. She she may be you know hurt by that man's you know motive for different for different things right he can be out there with other things with other girls who know who knows what it, what it would be too right so yeah there's so many things that come with it you know? yeah um yeah I wanted to also uh, talk about this topic because I I feel like we've been like beating this down and I feel like I've seen so much that I actually know. I've seen so much of Drake's house that I feel like I know where everything is and I think that's <laughs> a little bit odd and I just wonder if you guys thought that that, that was odd. <laughs> Yo, thank you. I was <laughs> yo. I felt the same way, man. I'm like, what? I was like, bro, like I know where I he lives. Money, I know, like, I, I know, like what's yeah. in his house. I know what he's got on display. Yeah. Where, like, do you guys think yeah. this is a little bit weird? Have you guys, uh, other than watching MTV Cribs and like, you know, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know another scenario where I've seen so much of somebody's house from the construction to the fin- final product. Yeah. No, I've never seen anything like that, man. I got. <laughs> he was in Ar- Architectural Digest, Digest, one of the um, yeah, that Toronto, it, Toronto. Yeah. Uh, it was the big uh, magazine, but like, yeah, Architectural yeah, Digest. So we got, I, I have never seen this much of someone's house before, but it looks fantastic. I would say that it looks amazing. Right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it looks that great. I mean, why? I got. I got to perfect it and say it's not my style. It's a bit too flashy. I've realized I'm more of like a minimalist when it comes to design, but. I just found it over the top 
And it was weird because Drake's not a guy that shares a lot, unless it's in his music. He doesn't really give you too much. Mm -hmm. So I felt like this was very purposeful and um, kind of like thirst trapping, but his house. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's that's what I got from it. I was like, all right, that's cool. Like, you put in a couple videos. You're really trying to show off that you got this house. You know what I mean? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Um... I don't particularly like his house too much. It is too flashy <laughs> for me. Yeah. Um, I, but I understand what he's doing because this is like this is essentially a come up story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. This is his success essentially, culminated into the form of a house. Mm-hmm. Um, he was able to build this house and worked with worked with like a top designer a top mm-hmm. architect on this house and this is like this is his pride and joy essentially like he lo- like obviously very much loves this house his personality is in this house yeah. i was actually talking to somebody about it not too long i think it was yesterday even where like you people people say that like your car even or your house is an extension of you who you yeah. are person um what your personality is mm-hmm. um see like for example i've i've seen um swiss beats and alicia keys house, house is, there. Yeah. That house is amazing gorgeous house like absolutely gorgeous but it makes sense for yeah. who we think that they are as people you know what i yeah. mean yeah, yeah, yeah. and like persona that drake puts out there whether yeah. or not we know him on a personal level he is very flashy yeah. he's a very flashy dude so this yeah. house actually makes complete sense for who he is as an artist at the very least mm-hmm. um so while it not it might not be our cup of tea it makes total I mean, sense I, I fuck with the for house sure. i could move in today as is yeah. <laughs> and it would be i mean mine. i would move in for free you'd be good for life no, yeah, you can live in one wing in this house if you live. You'd be good. But yeah. someone told me that he, that he had the architectural taste of an aunt, auntie for some reason. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, it's true, man. The it, man I, probably I don't know. Think about it. Think about it, though. All these stars have these mansions in LA, um, California in general, these yeah. mansions. When it has a Toronto icon ever had their mansion in Toronto? Like well, something similar to that. When did that happen? Not a term. So there, not there's to, not like that. Yeah, exactly. There, there's no one. There's no one like. There's no one like Drake though. Drake's one of one. The closest like, we was Prince having a house Drake. here. Yeah, and that's why it's even more symbolic. <laughs> I think. It's more symbolic because it's in Toronto. It's some of the, we grew up here. And we've never seen anything like that, and and that's yeah. what people you know wish for and it actually hope for it. So he, he's 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 just cheap with it. Like Tory Lane said that he he went to his house. He's like, you know, just going through a tour and he never, like, you know, nut hugs, as he like to say, but he's like, went up to Drake and he's like, yo, you really did it. Like, you really did what, like, we all want to do from coming from yeah. Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a massive success to be able to yeah. do that, like, build such a phenomenal house in this city. Um, and you're from here, too. Um, like, obviously, there's been huge stars that live here that have nothing sure. really to do with this city that <laughs> live here. Mm. Like, Prince, yeah. for example, lived on Bridal Path. Yep. So, so like that was. I mean, he was married to a Toronto woman at one point, but yeah. he, like, he lived here and he, but he didn't build a house here. He bought exactly. a house. Here. So I think, like, just the somebody I think building anybody, a dream. Yeah, anybody who's not from here won't get it. I, yeah. I yeah. think. Exactly. So yeah. to be from Toronto and to come up in and mm-hmm. out of Toronto and mm-hmm. to finally have the success, like the, the 
I mean, he's obviously like the biggest, yeah. one of the biggest music artists yeah. in our generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to be able to come back to your home city and to build such a spectacular yeah. house yeah. for yourself, yeah. it's just like a huge, like it's just, like I said, it's a combination of all your success in a, a physical form. It is, yeah. it is. And it definitely puts that, that you know, that factor that it factor on toronto again where it's like yo like you don't have to leave toronto to make it you know what i mean like this guy made he makes most of his music here even when he wasn't didn't have that house his studios a lot of studios he was at were here you know what i mean so now he has people flying in dj Khaled flying in or whoever the producer is whatever making music in his house he doesn't have to leave like everything he needs is here in this city and for me that's what i love about it like i don't really like the decor of the house but i love what it stands for yeah yeah it's more symbolic than anything yeah um i also want to end off on something very toronto that i thought i called out well i did call out earlier this week as cap uh i want to address our boy brandon gomez i love him i love him too let me clear that up first before i start going (laughs) off but like yo he's he's i mean he knows what he's doing and that's what i i I, i'm surprised that more people aren't really he's he's pandering let me play the clip first so you guys can see what i'm talking about it doesn't really bother me i'm not a smoker to begin with i don't drink either so you know it's not really something that affects me but you know hopefully you know hopefully the safeguards in place and uh, we can go about this in a way where people uh you know people are smart and of course, the province has implemented some extra safety measures. For example, people can only purchase a maximum of 30 grams of loud, excuse me, cannabis. Also, um, so he said <laughs> loud by exam, by, 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 ac- on ac- why do I, why do I, that's that viral video on accident. Um, <laughs> he's, on accident? Yeah, he, he said, uh, people can purchase 30 grams of loud, oops, I mean cannabis. Yeah. Yeah, cap that this guy made that mistake on air, or no, definitely, that was that was not a mistake. Yeah, that was definitely <laughs> on purpose. Yeah, that's just he, who it is though. Yeah, and then he got Drake's. Uh, yeah, Drake commented Drake that, yeah. and, he, and he retweeted that or posted that. I was like, all right, yeah. So it's already done. It's everything was done for the clout, right? <laughs> yeah. Does, does he does he still get a pass even though we know he does this shit? To you know, yeah. go end up on Six Buzz and all, all over the the internet no, and whatever. No. Why not? It's honestly to be like I just think that it's it's fun. It's yeah. it's 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 not anything that's too out there. I think it's all in good fun. Mm-hmm. He's, it's not like he's a white guy doing this. It would be different <laughs> if it was yeah. a white guy that was appropriating certain things. But he's not. He's he's obviously from the community, so yeah. it it makes sense for him to have these like little quirky quips that make sense to like certain demographics. So I don't I don't see a problem with it at all. If he wants to do it for clout, he can do it for clout. He's a TV <laughs> personality. It's fine to me. Yeah. Everything they do is for clout anyway. Well, not everything they do, but I mean, <laughs> they're in the media, so you might as well, right? Right. And it, it's not like he was doing it during like a, a, a new segment that was super serious either. Word, word. So he, it's very well-timed, all these little quips that he has. So... I don't I don't see an issue with it at all and people are laughing it's a very tense time right now and if people are finding it funny and taking a moment to laugh and joke about it why not all right fine then I saw this guy do this and I'm just like really bro come on 
Like, it's come so on, like, cute. It's so funny to me. You know it's what? So it's, it's it's only because it's not the first time. Like I like the yeah, first the first one. I think that what did he say? Something about Dutty? Was that what it, the first one? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, yeah, okay. Yeah. And then he said something about mess up the waves. I was like, okay, uh, all right. Yeah. And then he yeah. said loud. I'm like, okay, come on, bro. Like I I see what yeah, you're doing. Saw this. And yeah, for us, we're seeing it on like six buttons. We're seeing our real Toronto news. All these media outlets were like, this is what the man wanted. You, you guys are damn it, you're giving it to him. Right. <laughs> but whatever. It's 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 it, once again, it is a tough time. Right. Mm. So it's it's obviously something that people actually look forward to. Yeah. I just hate that people have been like, Yo, Brandon, you look like that guy Brandon Gomez on TV. And like That's no, hilarious. Like, That's hilarious. That's <laughs> that actually is amazing. <laughs> um, okay, I did lie. I did lie. There's one last topic because I, I would be doing all the R&B heads a, a disservice by not bringing this up, especially because I know Martika probably has a, a nice opinion on this. Uh, yeah. Two, two, two things. Um, first, let's talk the uh, Usher weekend beef. Um, your, oh, your, um, <laughs> Gubby, your ears closer to the streets on this one than me. Mm, the R&B. Mm. Um, Yo, let's talk about it. Yeah, so apparently the weekend said that uh, Usher's climax was too close for comfort in terms of uh, the style um, mm. to the weekend, and that uh, I'm obviously paraphrasing, but where, but where was the weekend during that time? I feel like weekend wasn't the weekend at that time. Uh, House of Balloons was out, but yeah. still, he still he still wasn't this. But that's part of it. That's part of his point is that, you know, especially at that point in a artist's career, that's where a lot of their music can get taken without being, you know, noticed because no one really knows who they are. Right. Honestly, I don't see it. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't see it. Like if I compare, if I compare like the sound of House of Balloons to Climax specifically. Yeah. Yeah, the climax in know. production might be a little bit darker, but it doesn't have that like muddy tone that no. Balloons has. It's still very clear and like, yeah, it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like the basement. You know what I mean? What's yeah. on climax? Um, Let me see what's. Oh wait, so Ooh, Diplo wait. produced climax, and if you know Diplo style at all, it's not it's anywhere not- close to what the weekend would put out. So yeah. yeah. So and like Diplo did come out and say like yeah he used it as inspiration or whatever we, the weekend sound but I don't even feel like I feel like the weekend is knowledgeable enough to know that Diplo produced the track and if he wanted to talk about the production he would have said Diplo did this but I yeah. think I think the the fact that he said Usher bit my sound mm-hmm. is and then Usher came back with the clap back and started singing while laying on his back. <laughs> do you think people? Do you think people are just bored, just saying random shit? Because I'm seeing NBA ex NBA players being like, "Oh yeah, you know, back in the day, uh, you know, they would have traded T Mac to to play with Allen Iverson and just saying random headlines that yeah, I'm sure there's some truth to some of this shit, but people are just bored, just saying shit. Um, I don't know. Like it could be that. It could be that. I don't. I don't, honestly like. The weekend is from Toronto. He, yeah. Like, I, I, there's a stigma around Toronto men. They're very emotional sometimes. Okay, don't. So, okay, stop yo, this. Chill, yo. Yo. We're not emotional, yo. <laughs> you're, you're triggering my. You're, you're triggering my emotions right now. Yeah, but honestly. it comes out in a specific way. Like, you guys are kind of petty still, so... Oh, my God. It, like, Why, we have to wait till now to start talking about the Toronto men? I know, right? <laughs> Here it comes, y'all. Anyway, I'm not going to... Okay, okay thank you. We'll save that for, like, when we're in person. We can dive into the Toronto yeah. man situation. But um, I just, I just think that, like, I don't... I don't know. Like, I don't... I don't... I don't see... 
I don't see what the weekend is talking about. I don't mm. think that the weekend could or should compare himself to Usher in any sense. Yeah. Um, Usher's been in the game since like '93 or some shit. Yeah. So anything. Yeah. If anything, the weekend needs to kind of humble himself a little. Yes. Bit. Yeah, um, didn't he say something about has, has anybody ever seen the the moon howl at the at the yeah, wolf or something like that? Something like that, yeah. The moon yeah, never barks back at the dog. Yeah, yeah, that's it, <laughs> Listen, first of all, lyrics. Second yeah, we're right. <laughs> second of all, it's true. Like yeah. if you are if you are like the star, like Usher is a legend. Okay, yeah. you cannot. You can't come. I'm not saying that Usher's most recent music, like his music has been a little bit off mm-hmm. the last couple of years. I mean, the, years. the Zaytoven album confused everybody. <laughs> right. He's coming back into the right yeah. stratosphere yeah. again. But um, yeah, like you cannot, you can't touch Usher like that. Like mm-hmm. there's no way that you can compare yourself as the weekend of all mm-hmm. people to Usher. Even like on a on a vocal level, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Not, you no. cannot touch Usher. hundred percent. And and I think I don't know where Usher is in his career, but I feel like a lot of people have been coming for him, especially of the younger generation. They've been maybe because they feel like they haven't seen his, anything recently. Yeah, yeah. That's probably like, why they don't know it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I mean, he dropped he dropped that new single with uh, Ludacris and Lil Jon. Oh, they so actually we'll came see, out man. with that. Thankfully, yeah, they, they dropped that now. Last night, last night, yeah. nice. last well, Nice. Last night, right today, because I yeah. didn't sure come out. Is it fire? Um, it's it's not bad. It sounds like something well, they would have put out. It doesn't sound like I'm going to listen. It doesn't sound like I'm listening to it then. It's not, it's not bad. It's if a, it's a slow, slow slow telling me it's. Right. I just want to let you know it works for the ladies. That's okay. what I'm saying. It's a slow jam. It's like a baby making song. Like quarantine no. babies, it will be made to this song. So. It's definitely not lovers and friends. It's not lovers. No, and that, that's a tune. But it 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 does it yeah, doesn't yeah. drop. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No, my girl heard it and she liked it, so that's what I'm saying. So, so Patrick added to the playlist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I added it. Hundred percent. The mom's playlist. Okay. The mattress playlist. The mattress. Yes. Very very last thing to talk about because we would all. Because then uh, it would be it would be a wrong thing if we did not bring up this tragic news, uh, the fact that Carabana is canceled for like officially. Oh, it's done. I know, I know, I know. For all these thirst traps to be hidden this year. Teeks, were, were you going to play mass? I always play mass. Oh, that's true. I feel like you always. <laughs> Why do I, I ask? Mass. And it's it it hits a little bit different when you are when like mass is your life. Mm-hmm. I I live for mass. Like I went to Trinidad for the first time playing carnival there. But I've been playing in Carabana for I did Kitty. Like I did Kitty for when I was small. Oh, word. You've been in these streets, yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been part of the part of the Toronto Caribbean culture for a very long time. I've been doing Carabana for a very long time. So it's not even just like some people are in Carabana just for the weekend or for the week, like all the festivities and stuff. But like for me. people who are doing mass, it's different because your your season in Toronto at the very least starts in April. Yeah, they would have been starting next like soon. Yo, band yeah. launch for uh Toronto Rebels was last week because my mom was supposed to model in that shit too. Yeah. So like this this is the whole process. Like it people get it really excited. We look forward to the process of Carabana. It's not just it's but not just the weekend. I look forward itself. to the day parties, though. 
Mm. Yeah, like there's just so many things involved from a spectator point of view to the mass, like the actual masqueraders. Like Mm -hmm. there's so many people who are like obviously emotionally affected by this. But for me, myself, as a masquerader to like, I knew that it was coming. Like I I knew in my heart that they were going to cancel Caravana, but to actually hear it, like I obviously updated because you start the year, like there are people who can't afford to go to other countries to play Uh carnival. So like, and you're, and they're from the Caribbean and Mm. they don't, they can't go to the Caribbean to participate in carnival. So Caravana is their only opportunity to participate in carnival. So to have that taken away, it sucks because now the one thing that you probably look forward to all year is gone. Like what, what do you, what, and plus, especially in Toronto, it's not like how Jamaica got canceled and then they're pushing it to October. Right. We don't, we don't have that luxury because yeah. our, our summers exactly. actually we're done two or three months long. Right. Yeah. I'm telling you, so, Jamal McGlure is in shambles right now somewhere in his condo. Yo, facts. <laughs> I, 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 we might have to call big cat next week and see if he's okay. Yeah, man. So it's it's hard because like people consider Carabana to be summer. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. So like, is the do we even have summer this year? Like, what's the point? No, there's no summer. Yeah. There's Back, no summer. If, if you summer. have a backyard, you might have a little bit of a summer. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's so sad, man. Damn. Just but, cancel but, the year. Just cancel the year already, man. Like, goddamn. Maybe, yeah. but they did say if if oh, there's an um, if to this. Yeah, if okay. events were allowed to happen come July, there's a chance there could be some sort of non-traditional format to Carabana. Don't so tell I don't me a Zoom that means, I'm not doing but... no Zoom Carabana. I'm not doing no <laughs> Zoom <laughs> Carabana. If they're allowed, like, the way that I see it, if they're allowing, if they do allow crowds come first week of August, yeah. which I honestly don't even think that they no. should. No, they should not. But, but if they do allow crowds, it could just be like how Carnival Monday is in in Trinidad, where people come with their past caravan, their past caravan, their past costumes. Oh, they do. Or that? like costumes. That, yeah, so Carnival Monday in Trinidad, it's it's like the pre parade to Carnival Tuesday. Juve morning. Huh. Juve morning is that is that the one? Is no. That the one? So so how it works is buzzwords um, over here. carnival monday Monday you go you can either like you can make your own costume or you can get one from a designer who does like carnival carnival monday wear Mm. or you i i wore past caravana costume Mm. to carnival monday Mm. and it's a whole parade you do the whole entire route and everything you cross the stage all that but everybody's in different costumes or like if you Mm. have you all dress up in the same costume whatever yeah yeah then you have that car- that Carnival Monday. It's like a pre pre fit on road kind of That's thing. That's lit. Yeah, it's amazing. Carnival Monday is so much Yo, fun. I'd, I'd, be a, I'd be a thrift Carabana. That's my vibe. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Kensington Carabana. Uh, <laughs> Kensington uh, and then Juve. Juve is um uh yeah Juve is a whole different. That's what the powder. That's the next beast. That's a powder oil paint. That's a two. That's a, like a two a.m. fit. Yes. You go, so. go and you get paint and powder and you get messy, messy, come back, you shower, and then you go back on road for, for Carnival Tuesday. But um, they have Juve here in, in Toronto as well. Um, yeah. We got notified, I got notified in my email from Jab Jab Juve that they canceled mm-hmm. Jab Jab. 
I've never. Um, no, this is too wild. I've never is, been. What, yo, what about, hold on. What, what about sun shower? What about sun shower? We haven't heard about sun shower, soaker, okay, and I or okay. anything like that. Although, okay. did I hear about soaker? I mean, sun shower. Sun I, don't, I don't even know about none of this. Add me to the mailing list, Govy. I think camel boat ride got canceled. Yes, I saw that. Um, I think another one I heard. I can't remember if it was sun shower or something else, but it was the Private Ryan one. Um, oh yes, um, brainwashed. Brainwashed. Brainwashed got canceled, but he canceled all of his yeah for the year because he he tours with Soaker Brainwashed, yeah. um, which sucks because like that's a lot. I feel really bad for all these promoters and the math camps and stuff because. This is their main source of revenue. Mm. So, like, even like one of my really good friends, she does Cozy Carabana. Yes. Um, oh, word. Yeah. So she's like obviously devastated because that's like a huge. It's so much revenue that she could be making and that, that she's lost now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 a very difficult time on all levels right now. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Sorry, we'll, we'll rise up, know, guys. We'll, we'll have our summer. Don't worry. We'll have we'll have something. We'll yeah. figure it out. We'll they figure it out. Be, they could, if we're allowed on road come first week of August, they could do like a Carnival Monday esque thing here. Yo, I'm gonna have Carnival in my backyard, though. Don't worry. No, <laughs> uh, like, yeah, I'll be breaking through the cages. I, I'm sorry, Martika. I apologize. <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> it's, not, it's not fine. But I'm not, I know it's not fine. I, I I feel bad every year I do it, but like fuck. It. <laughs> but you do it every year. No, I don't break it. I I stand there and I see people losing their mind, and I see, oh word, it's open. Well, let me slide. Let me just slide. That, that that's it. I love yeah. you. Storming oh. is not a thing. We don't like stormers over here. <laughs> Well, Martico, <laughs> we really appreciate you joining us for 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 this episode, uh, especially under the circumstances. We want we wanted to push it off, but like, it just kept on going longer and longer. So I'm like, fuck it, let's just get you in, and then uh, definitely when things get back to normal, we're gonna have to have you sitting next to us, and we'll, we'll actually talk yeah. about some shit. For yeah. sure, I'm so happy that I was able to contribute some kind of. Something. <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of something. I love it. Well, well, <laughs> since, since we, uh, we, I mean, we, we, we pegged you as, as you know, you on Twitter. Let them know where you at. What, what's your Twitter? What's your IG? Uh, Plug your Twitter shit. and IG both are at Mamatiks. M A M A T W E K S. Website is Martika.ca. Um, yeah, just make sure that if you're hopping on Twitter, just know that I am. <laughs> privately problematic and but most <laughs> vocal about how stupid I am. <laughs> no, and that and that's big lit that you got Martika.ca fuck. Right? How do you get that's so clean? Yo, I got Shaquille at Hotmail.com, so big flex. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Alright, Govy, what's your it. give him your socials, Govy? The world yes, generous speakers. You know, Twitter IG, Patrick Dennis Jr. Check out the website, patrickdennisjr.com. Okay, never plugs his website, but Martika does it. <laughs> okay, all right, Brampton, give him your your shitty ass. Your, Brampton's your shitty finest, finest. Instagram, you know what it is? It's G underscore JB, and of course on Twitter, Graham underscore JB. Follow your boy. And of course, it's me. Shop like Shaq. You wish you. You can check my site, but I don't really fucking use it, so don't. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, talk, I'm, 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 I'm gonna play party done since the party done. Party done. <laughs>